Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television. With the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. All right, everyone. Welcome to Anchor Moms, our very first podcast, our very first episode. Thanks for joining in. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. If we want to take just a moment, kind of introduce ourselves, um, I am the morning and noon meteorologist. Uh, We all work at the same TV station um, in North Carolina, and we're all... um, getting up in the middle of the night, getting in early. It's a pretty high-demand job. Um, you know, I cover hurricanes, severe thunderstorms, snowstorms, all things weather here. Uh, we all have kids. I have a three-and-a-half-year-old Hartman uh, boy and then a nine-month-old little girl. Um, very helpful husband. Your husband kind of <laughs> <laughs> That was me being sincere. That was, okay. That Just was checking. me being sincere. But I mean, was there, you know, I get up at 2.30 in the morning, so my husband has to be, you know, very helpful. And he is with the kids, especially when, um, you know, mom is at work. So, and also, I grew up in this area, so I have a lot of help from family, which is unique in our situation here in the three of us. We're very jealous, Katie and I. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I have, you know, I have my mother. I have my mother-in-law, especially. They babysit their huge help. Um, you know, I think that we and all of us are trying to find the balance between everything when it's when it's work, when it's our relationships with our husbands, our relationships with our kids. And then you have two kids and it gets so much more complicated. I have two kids. Karen has three kids and Katie has one. So there's a lot of kids in here. But <laughs> well, not right now. Not at the moment. <laughs> They're not in here right now. Thank goodness. A lot of kids in this trio is what I was getting at. And you have three. So I can't yeah. imagine. It's even tougher. <laughs> Should, shall you introduce yourself oh, yeah. on that so, note? So anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, on that note, um, my name is Karen Sadclock, and I'm an investigative reporter here, um, which is um, a very interesting job. I get to dig into a lot of really hard hard news stories, um, so, which is why this is kind of fun, because this is a really good break from that. Yeah. Um, we just kind of get to chat and, and go through our... <laughs> You know, drama of being working moms. Um, so yeah, so I have three kids. We are we are crazy, you guys. We had three kids in three and a half years. Um, the oldest two, Ella Ray and Henry, are Irish twins. They are about a year apart. Um, and that was then, definitely planned. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do the math. Said folks. no mom ever. Totally unplanned. Um, <laughs> but and then, like we've said, we all were pregnant together. Katie got pregnant. Ingrid got pregnant. So I was like, well, I guess, I guess we'll, you know, have a third. <laughs> no. Um, so <laughs> it was it was totally peer pressure, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. much our fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but so Ingrid's uh, youngest, Liesel, and my youngest, Bennett, are actually only a couple of weeks apart, which yeah. is kind of fun. That's crazy. Um, 
But anyway, so yeah, that's uh, it, it was it was really nice that you know this was my third kid, but it was different and better only that I was going through it with friends. Um, and and you know you have other mom friends, but when you're all pregnant at the same time, it, it is really kind of a it just cool really thing. bonds you. It's yeah, so mm-hmm. much easier. Almost. It is. It is. I don't know why, but. <laughs> It's like easy, you're just, yes, yeah, it's yeah. easier to go through the process. Yeah, I know. And, gosh. And your husband's, they're there for you. Don't get me wrong. And they like, you know, they have a you know, good supportive, supportive uh-huh, and uh-huh, they listen to uh-huh. you and all that. But they don't understand. What no, you're of course through. not. So as we mentioned, we both have several kids and are basically experienced, expert, oh. perfect mothers. Right, Ingrid? Basically. I think expert so is the right way to describe it. So what does that leave me? So then me? there's Katie. Oh, gosh. So let's, not an, not an yeah. expert. So um, I, uh, I have uh, one daughter. She's, I think she's like 14 and a half months. Are you guys still doing that? Are you still doing the like, she's what? seven, she's, oh no, after they turn a year, you're like Ew. 16 months. I just asked Ingrid how old her kid is. 17 and then, months. And then you do the math. And then yeah, just, like figure yeah. mine's close to I that. I think once you hit like two, you need to stop. You need to yes, stop. Yes. Okay. No more months. So I'm months still good. just gets confusing. You're still good. You're I'm still, still good, good to yeah, say yeah, yeah. Uh, River is uh, 14 and a half months old. Um, so Karen and Ingrid both had uh, children before I did. Um, so I really, I really have relied on you guys to give me some advice. I remember coming into the um, the newsroom and cr- like crying over whatever pregnancy symptom or I wasn't sure if it was a pregnancy symptom. And these guys would be like, yeah, you're just pregnant. I'd be like, oh, okay. So I don't need to call my OB. Okay. It's all good. Um, so there's so much worry with that first one there. I mean, there is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I work here at the station as well. I'm the um, traffic anchor, sometimes news anchor, kind of jack of all trades here at the station. And um, I remember when I got pregnant with River, we were all doing a spin class. You guys remember this? Yeah. And you oh. guys were both trying to get pregnant at the same mm-hmm. time. <laughs> Do you remember? That's, that might sound weird. Does that sound weird? <laughs> that was like the week that we worked out. Before we like realized that we just were going to get pregnant instead, and, right? Yeah, <laughs> the, the little stint we had at the Y. Yeah, yeah forget well, that. Once you guys got pregnant, it was pretty much uh, yeah. kind of over, Next right? Year, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it'll we'll come back to it. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So that's sort of the scoop. Um, Ingrid and I have known each other for about ten years. Oh, We've worked yeah. at this TV station, mm-hmm. uh, kind of on and off for a long time. But we really haven't become didn't become really good friends. I would say until like, I don't know, the last two years or so. Right, right, right. Right. Well, the kids, the kids. They... Basically, you needed me to arrive on the scene. <laughs> exactly. We and needed Karen kind of and the babies. the trio. Right. Yeah. It really sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. And so now here we are. And now it's nonstop. Texting, chatting, you know. It's fun. If you invite... Katie, to do something you don't invite me, there's going to be a fight. Like, we do kind of look no, at each other like, wait, what? That has happened before. It's it has, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. These Why guys leave me in the dust all the time. Well, yeah. yeah. All right, so, so let's break it down, our first news story. Yeah, Ingrid? Yeah, so um, so an element to our podcast, of course, we're going to be talking about some news stories um, that relate to families, to moms, especially working moms, because that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about is kind of finding this balance. Um, so this first story is called... Um, and I just like the title, so I'm going to have to read it. Sleep <laughs> sleep training. My child almost put my marriage to bed. Dun, dun, uh, dun. Yeah. So basically, this article speaks to how sleep training can be just kind of really hard on a marriage. Um, specifically in this article, the mom wants to let the baby cry it out. So for those who don't know, it's basically when you just like put your baby down in their crib, give them a kiss, say goodbye, and you leave the room and they will scream their head off and you're not supposed to go in there. There's like a whole system. After like one minute, you go in there, pat their head. You're okay. You leave. After two minutes, go in. You're okay. And you leave. Anyway, sleep training. The dad 
is like not about this. So let me in read the article. You in the article, he says, "My wife believed in letting him cry. I believed in comforting him with a few pats on the back. It was a constant source of resentment in our relationship." Um, the dad says, "Some call this sleep training. I call it torture." Hmm. Uh, so I kind of tend to agree with him. Um, it was really so. My first child, Harmon who's now three and a half, he was an awful sleeper. He literally didn't sleep through the night until he was like one year old. So it was a very hard first year. I mean, it was a wonderful year, but it was very hard. Uh, so what we would do is I would get a big glass of wine and I would go into my bathroom and get in the shower because I couldn't hear yes. him cry. Good idea. If I was, so I had to drown out the noise in multiple ways. And for some reason, I couldn't hear him the way our house was made. Um, and my husband would then come in and tell me when he finally stopped crying. Um, so... I understand that this can be difficult within the marriage because I think you're not always on the same page. And also when you're sleep deprived, you – Everything's worse. Oh, my gosh. You can like snap so much easier. Um, as many of you know, if you've ever done this, it's so hard when you're not sleeping. So um, in the middle of the night when the baby's crying and you haven't slept in days or weeks yeah. and then you're trying to do one thing, your husband's on the other page. I mean, I know, Karen, that you're kind of like – you had like a name for yourself. You're like a sleep wizard. You had like a name. Like you, like you oh. wanted to sleep train my child. For I me did. I did. Like the the I don't know. What, sleep what? whisper. I think is what oh. you mean. Oh. Sleep whisper. But maybe you're paying for it now because your third is like having. I know. Some yeah. So my first two, we sleep trained very easily, and I'm kind of the opposite of Ingrid and her husband. I'm the one who kind of pushes it, and my husband's the one who like can't deal with the crying. Um, but you guys, last night, what? this, this happened Tell us. last night. Um, our youngest, Bennett, who was sleeping through the night, which is almost more frustrating. When they sleep through the night, you know they can do it. And right. then for some reason, something changes and they're not. Well, especially since you sing victory. You're like, this is right, over. Right. It's done. We're right. over the hump. And, and then, other alas, two, that's not sleep true. changes so easily. So I'm just like, just so befuddled as to why Bennett is not sleeping through the night. But last night, literally screaming so loud for so long. And you just you just can't hear it. But so uh, so she's screaming, crying. I'm crying. I'm, I'm like Aww. at my wit's end, laying in bed crying. And I just start like, I don't know if this is the right thing to do. What should we be doing? Like just, you know, letting it all out. Yeah. And then here are my husband snoring. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like not only is he not listening, he's snoring. Like in a very deep, we, blissful, wonderful sleep. Are we really surprised? Oblivious that any of this is happening. I mean, really? That's yeah. just not okay. You need to be awake with me in misery. Right. Hold, hold right. my hand. Wipe my I tears did, away. I did kind of um violently um shake him. Yeah. Oh, like toss well, and turn and a little I bit. kind of yelled a little bit and then this morning he said, Now, do you think Bennett screamed more last night, or you screamed oh. more at me. And I was like, well, <laughs> that is exactly uh, something. Maybe a toss up. Maybe I just up. say one little quick anecdote. When Liesel was um, still crying, like early, like like really early, it was like week three or something like that, and I was up all the time with her, and I like needed him to just like. Just take her from me, okay? <laughs> you need a break so sometimes. I like he and he's passed out. How I don't know. She was in sleeping in our room. At the oh time. wow, that's even worse. She yeah. he was she was still in the bassinet, and he's like passed out. And I go over to him and I'm like, "Honey, honey, can you just please just can you take the baby?" He rolls over, 
now's not a good time. And rolls back over and falls back asleep. Oh, my God. He claims, I would have died. He claims he doesn't remember this moment. Oh. But, but you remember. That's super remember. convenient. Happened. Yeah. So. You wow. know, is it ever really a good time for anyone at 3 a.m. when your kid's you're crying? No. Come on. You know, the, here's the thing is, you know, we get up in the middle of the night for work and you think, you know, I've been working on a morning show for 10 years. You think, you know, what tired is. But I will be honest with you. Once you have a kid, it's like a whole new meaning to sleeplessness. You like had some issues. Oh, my gosh. So now, I f- can I knock on wood as I say this? River sleeps through the night with very few exceptions. And for a while. She does. Great. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it's because like the universe was like. Uh, Katie, I can't will not survive if if this child does not sleep through the night. I mean, my story is is basically it was like when River was not sleeping, she was getting up every. This was like mm, I would say from like three old? to like six or seven months, yeah. she was up every mm. two hours, mm. every two hours, and it was like I couldn't. The world was in gray. It was like I could right. not see the world in color. It's foggy. Yeah. Have I ever told you the Whole Foods story? I went to Whole Foods after work one day, and I was, like, checking out. I don't know. what. Who knows what I was getting? I was in the checkout line, and the guy, the cashier, was, like, scanning my items, and he goes, ma'am, are you okay? <laughs> like, out of the blue. Out of yeah. the blue. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. But I was so tired that it must have just, I mean, I think he was like literally exuding, concerned exhaustion. that I was like going to go get in my car. Yeah, I was, it was, that's how tired I was. I like, like a 16 year old boy. Yeah, like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, I feel like I rule, right? I was like, don't have children. I know. <laughs> I feel like I would have just like started bawling and like unleashed the whole thing. I was, like, I mean, let me tell you what it happened. It was a very, I still have PTSD. It was a, every time yeah. I think it's possible that River is like maybe waking up in the middle of the night, I like flash back to that incident well, in the grocery all of us, store. I feel like, have that panicky where I mean yes. we all three come in and been like oh my gosh she's not sleeping through the night again what's so, going on but am I partially to blame for that Katie because I was on maternity leave you were. and you were which filling why in. Katie had to come in even earlier mm-hmm. right thing. and then your baby wasn't sleeping during uh, that basically time. I'm never speaking to you again I mean after that's the really podcast. Podcast. So I will never actually be like really, really good, good friends, friends. <laughs> it's probably like, true no I don't know what the answer is I mean sleep train don't sleep train I think the truth is is just it's just a really hard period you know I had someone explain it to me once that we teach our kids how to eat healthy yeah. we teach our kids how to do math how to read write we should teach them how to sleep and I do believe in that I do think sleep training is the right thing to do but it is extremely hard when you're in it yeah okay let's move on because we're gonna do a, a little segment that we like to call mom's the word Yeah, do you see the play on words there, guys? Mm-hmm. You get it? You get it? Okay. Uh, so this is a, a sort of a segment where we're going to tell you what we're digging, with some products. Um, Karen's already cracking up because I sh- sort of shared this. Uh, my, so I'm doing the mom's the word this week. And um, I sort of shared what I have been enjoying at home. And Karen thinks I'm like a rook mom over there. Well, a little bit. Because she bit. thinks everybody knows we about this. still love you, Katie. But listen, so this is my thing. This is my mom's the word or some of my advice. And I like to call it the trifecta, okay? Mm. It's a splat mat. A rubber bib and a dog. <laughs> so there's nothing, I don't know if you guys feel this way, there's nothing worse to me than like dry, disgusting baby food on my wood floors. 
Well, I said so I annoying. said this to you before. I just leave it, and no. it like seeps. But if you just leave it, it seeps in You're between lying. the floorboards. It gets so you hard; it literally do. just like becomes true. wood. Again. You have a very clean. Just, like, it's fine. Fine. <laughs> just like forget about it. <laughs> I just can't do it. And there's <laughs> ants for a reason. That's what they do. Oh. Is they like pick up the. Thanks for you. Thank you for clarifying Thank that. Uh, so anyway, I have been getting rid of these fancy, cute little bibs. I got a couple hand me downs, and just like literally two weeks ago, I got her one of those rubber bibs that catch the food. It's amazing. Yeah, and I got a little splat mat, which splat mat, which you can use. I don't know. You, you like so you said somebody you you know uses a shower. Yeah, curtain. yeah. So I mean, don't you don't have to buy. Money. You don't have to buy it. Just like, throw you, down an old blanket. Yeah. Where are you buying these things? Well, I got mine on Amazon, but you could get them. I mean, basically, it could be an old tablecloth. So this is what happens now in my life. I put down the splat mat, put River in the high chair, put her little rubber bib on. I call the dog over. Anna, come on over. We're eating. And so now. I don't have. Do you use that voice when you call well, your dog? I mean, that's <laughs> she likes. That's she why she likes to hide. That's, <laughs> that's why she likes me to talk to her guys. I don't know what you want me to say. Um, so anyway, <laughs> now um, it's been kind of great, and I don't have like sticky, disgusting food on my floor anymore. So the trifecta: splat mat, rubber bib, dog. You're welcome. Amazing. Parent recommendation from Katie Killen. You're welcome. Mom's the word. Okay. All right. Uh, so speaking of pets and dogs, our, our number two story here is called, um, this is from the National Post, and it's why millennials call their pets and plants babies. What the jokesters mm. don't realize is that the linguistic shift from owning pets and plants to parenting them is a sign of a much deeper, deeper societal change. So, y'all, I have three animals. We have two cats and a dog. Sorry, I'm rolling my eyes over here. Ingrid is a— Ingrid um, is an anti-pet person. She's no, she's, a, she's she, Satan incarnate because yeah, she doesn't she like animals. She hates America and right. allergies, mm-hmm. people. Allergies. allergies. Put that in quotation marks. Um, so, you know, I, I am—Riva's only, what did I say, 14 months old. So, I've had these animals for forever. And before I had a kid, I literally— I mean, I love my animals, but before I had them, before I had River, I, like, loved them. Like, I would literally say to our dog, Annie, who's the sweetest. She's, like, this hound mix. She's a rescue. She's very cute. I would literally say to her, like, aloud, you are the love of my life. Like, wow. you are one Poor of Brian. Yeah, no, right? fine. He feels the same way. Are you kidding? He loved like, really? Annie and Brian. But did you are like guys two... get him, get her together? Yes. Okay. okay. Oh, like, that makes but sense. I Annie, didn't know that. Yeah. Annie and Brian are like two little kindred souls. Like, oh, Annie okay. will like jump over my dead body to get to Brian. <laughs> no, that's like a true story. <laughs> Mom's bleeding on the floor. She's like, like, I don't care. I just want to get to, I need Brian. Get to dad. Yeah. Brian's home. Yeah. Um, I loved her. And I actually remember saying to my best friend in high school, um, you know, who's actually calling me right now on my cell phone? How weird is that? Um, I actually remember saying to her before I had River, um, like, what if I don't love this kid as much as I love Annie? (gasps) Katie. And she was like... Then there's like clearly something wrong with you. Yeah. Then maybe you sh- you should you so, know, make yeah. some different life choices. So anyway, I mean, she was. To- I mean, getting back to this article, like the cats were totally my babies, and mm-hmm. the, and the dog, obviously, the animals were totally my babies, and now, um, I it's different. I just you love I, child. I love my child. More. Which is which is great. I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah, for so sure. I we also newlyweds got a puppy. Yeah. Um, our dog Nelly and I very distinctly remember calling all of our friends with kids after we'd had the the puppy for a couple of weeks and saying, "Oh my gosh, you guys! Now I get it. <laughs> I get what it's like to be a mom. No, I get it." And of course, they all like died laughing. Like, are you kidding me? But in my head, I was like, 
oh my gosh, I can't go do whatever I want after work. I got to go home and let the dog right. out. You know, there's just that like level of responsibility. But I was the same way, Katie. Like we thought our dog was our child and treated her that way. You know, it's just hilarious. And now we're like, have we fed her this right. week? Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, do we know where she is? Has anyone seen her in a couple days? Like, it's you know, I mean, what's going on? Don't get me wrong. I still love. Our animals, oh, sure. but yeah. I just, I, There's no time. I literally, I can't. And it's this article talks about how, and I'm, I am a millennial. Uh, all of us are millennials, um, actually. No. no, you are. No, no, you guys yeah, you are the same age. You are. No, she's a little bit younger. Like by what a month? No, no, we are. No. The cutoff date is 1981, my friend. Yes. Okay. Depending upon where you look. There are some places that say it goes to 82. Okay, well, I am definitely so, a millennial, so. I do not. <laughs> just, just saying that. I'm on the cusp, and I, and I claim Gen X. Really? Oh, you and Katie are How would millennial. you claim to be older than you are? Well, That's no, because she doesn't want to be labeled as a millennial. A millennial. Oh, but you sound younger. I don't care. I would, I she, don't doesn't wanna be, wanna be, I don't she doesn't want to be. She doesn't want to embrace the ideals of millennials. Um, but so apparently, millennials. It, this, the reason why their their pets and their plants are considered their babies is because they're rejecting traditional uh, ideas, and this is sort of going along with the fact that like fewer people are getting. They're getting married older right, or not right. getting married at all. Or having and, kids later. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's maybe this is, yeah. I think basically what this article is saying is like this is sort of like the wave of the future that, you know, people consider their well, pets their, their hope, kids. I hope somebody keeps having babies, though. And the right? world will come to an end. <laughs> yeah. No more. No more kids. Ingrid, do you have uh, anything so wait, to say about this to say, you don't have pets? Hey, well, listen. So I just oh. want to say one thing in this article says the celebrity divorce of the decade could be uh, – about to get ugly as actor Liam yeah. Hemsworth and singer Miley Cyrus sort out the split. Uh, they reported eight dogs, four cats, and one pig. But they said they're going to remain they're going to remain dedicated parents to their animals. And like the internet was like, "Ugh, really? Yeah, you saw but, this? No, but listen. Oh, so my sister. Oh. Um, so is was recently divorced, and her and her husband had a dog together. Oh no! And yeah, and it was their—I mean, their baby, like right, their right. like same thing, their baby. So they shared custody of this dog for a year. What? So then what happened? Yeah, and it was like a big deal. They had like it was hard. They had like a designated drop-off place. It's oh like a gosh. kid. Yeah, wow. like at a doggy daycare, and so they like you know because it's hard. You don't want to like see your ex. And sure, it makes it complicated. It's like kids, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. literally like kids, but they both like love this dog, and then he got a job out of state. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? Like, one person has to keep the dog, and she let him take the dog. So she's, she was, like, so sad. I mean, that's, like, so sad. Like, can you imagine? It's like no. Annie was just, like, taken no. from you. But I'll tell you, uh, shout out to Brian. I would totally let her go with Brian because really? that would that Aww. would be what would make her happy. Aww. She would be like, Isn't why are you funny? doing Every this? dog has, like, an alpha part. Like, yeah. Nellie's more my dog. No. And it sounds like Annie's more Brian's dog. Absolutely. Like, you just have that connection. Also, we have a producer. Just want to say this is also talking about plants. We have a producer who has, like, multiple cats. She She's amazing. She, of course, has named her cats, but she has a lot of plants and has named each of her plants. Wow. I cannot yeah. keep any plants alive. Oh, my God. Wow. My plants are so dead right now. Right. Yeah. That's the hard part, right? Okay. So the last story that we're going to talk about today is actually a kind of controversial. Um, I found this article, and I just kind of wanted to, to bring it up. Um, so the title is, Meet the Scientists Who Haven't Given Up on Spanking. Like spanking, spanking? Spanking, spanking. And, of course, we all know there's a lot of studies and research done about how bad spanking can be on kids, the harmful effects. But I thought this was um, interesting because 
it, it talks about how many studies have found spanking to be tied for first place as the most effective way to enforce cooperation with timeout to defiant two to six year olds. Um, now, even though there's a lot of obviously uh, backlash publicly about spanking, uh, one in six parents claim to still spank their kids. Um, and I just think the one of the things that it brings up in this article is a lot of the research done kind of lumps, you know, a light hand tap on the bottom with other more violent abusive things. And so it's kind of unclear really what just like, you know, not using a belt or something, but just spanking Ooh. with your hand, mm. what that really does down the road, because, you know, it, a lot of these studies don't really clarify mm-hmm. um, exactly what's being done. Obviously, there's concerns about risk of anxiety, depression, ag- aggression later in life. Um, but this one scientist, anyway, in this, in this article um, says there's really a not a lot that proves that that actually is going to um, cause a lot of harm and could, in fact, for certain children, be beneficial. So what are your thoughts? I am. I'm just not a spank. I'm just not a spanker. I'm not a spanker. I. I literally. I read this article when you were little. So I hesitate to say this on the podcast. Um, You don't have to. No, I'm going to say it. I'm well. Now I've said it, so I have to say it. Um, So my dad hit my sister and I with a yardstick when we were little as punishment. Like hard? I don't know. I don't remember. Like, I mean, clearly it must not have been that bad because I can't remember. I don't remember the physical pain of it, but I remember being really scared and really terrified. And I just, I, I just can't. I mean, because I remember that so well, I am just not into it. But I will tell you, of course, River is much too young to to be spanked, period. Um, But Brian, my husband, um, will occasionally say things like he thinks that he like maybe we will spank and so it's definitely a conversation between the two of us in which we do not agree and I don't know ultimately I'm not really sure what we will come up with I will say this I can't really envision him I just really can't envision him spanking River but I you know it's easy to say that right now you know how frustrating kids can get well look okay so First thing I want to read from this article is this person, 10 times my size, who is supposed to be protecting me, is now hitting me. So here's the thing. From from a kid's – that was a clip of like saying from the kid's perspective. Right. Right. That's what the kid is thinking. And here's the thing. It's like these – these the way these little kids' minds work is they are like sponges, obviously. And they – they're so emotionally connected to like everything. And they're such sensitive creatures, every kid, even if they are bad kids. I just don't want to – I fear that I could scar my child for life if I did something like this. That being said, I – at times my son has been very challenging. He's a rowdy toddler boy. I mean legit like, you know, I will find like crayon on the floor type Mm. kid. Like – so and there are moments where like I don't – I literally don't know what to do to get him to change or to stop his behavior. Like I don't know what to do. So you just kind of have to let it play out when maybe another parent would be like, pop, you're done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm not going to do that, but like I can see how that can be a response from a parent. Once again, it just I don't want to like scar my my child, and I just you know I I, I don't know I just want to don't wouldn't, wouldn't want to go there go down that road. But. Yeah, I think it's a slippery slope for sure. Um, but you know, it's one of those things like so many things that we talk about. You know, I was I I, I 
I think I was spanked a couple of times when I was a kid. You know, I we I feel like we were brought up in a generation where it was okay. Yeah. We didn't eat organic food. Like, you know, all of these things that we sure. did and we're like, well, we turned out okay. Sure. Surely it can't be that bad. But you do, like, your point, Ingrid, and that one line really stuck out to me, too, about, like, oh, gosh, if it's a little kid. Um, I, I will say that we, um, you know, our, it, it totally depends on the kid, too. Our oldest, Ella Ray, is a really good kid. If I even start to use a tone of voice of I'm I'm disappointed that you made that decision, she'll break down in tears and she's like she she can't handle it. She she's wants to be a good kid so badly. Mm-hmm. Our second Henry is a little bit more like Hartman. Maybe it's because they're boys. They're I don't boys. know. They're friends. They're crazy. They're crazy, you guys. And sometimes and the thing that gets me is when they're deliberately defiant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just they Super know what irritating. they're doing. Yeah. And so we on occasion not. Not a lot, obviously, but there have been a couple of times when we have, you know, given him a little, a little tiny little pat on the butt. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of work. Does it? With him. Mm-hmm. But I just think, and like, you know, to hit him hard, like what, like how, no, like, just a like, open, a little, like the open, just like a little the pop, tap. Yeah. Like on the butt. And I, I think on the bottom, <laughs> I think it's more to just like, you know, it's when everything else we've tried has failed. Yeah. So, you know, the timeout didn't work, the, you know, whatever else, the long list that yeah. we've gone through. And there's nothing else. And there's still, you know, I just feel like I don't want to raise a child who's not, who doesn't listen and who doesn't respect adults. I know. That's the problem. And so that's what's, you know, you have to get through to them somehow. Um, and I, you know, I'm not like I love to do that, but I just think there have been a couple of times where it feels like that's the only solution. And my husband and I have had this conversation and, you know, I think if there's nothing else, sometimes it, I don't know, but it's, it's tough. But then I read something like this and it's just a little, you're a little bit torn because it is hard. Um, I mean, but isn't that teaching your child that the answer is violence? Well, hopefully not. But you know what I mean? Like if you're frustrated and you're trying to get a solution, you want to get a response, I'm going to physically do something for you to stop. I think for me the thing is that it's teaching him that um, this is unacceptable. And if if we have to go there, he understands, I I cannot do this. Uh, This is not the right behavior. I'm going to have to stop. And for some reason that just gets through to him um, better than other disciplinary methods. And... But I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, every, the couple of times we've had to do it, I'm I'm a little bit torn. It does seem to work, but then I'm a little bit torn, and I just don't. I don't want them to be afraid. Right. Um, and again, it's just so hard because we never had to with Ella Ray. She's yeah. never had really any this behavioral is like uncharted issues. territory for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, you just want to make the right decisions. It's it's hard. And again, I always fall back on like, you know, our generation. It was fine. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't right. know. Right. And so, are you and Gregory on the same page? I think we are. Yep. I uh-huh. think. I think one of the things that we're really that one of the things I'm very grateful for him is we're very cons- try to be very consistent parents and try to be on the same page. We never try to do the good cop bad cop. And so I think oh, that's that nice. we yes. yeah we really try to yeah, focus on that's that. Good. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's hard to know. That's half the battle. I mean, really, if you're on the same page. It's so hard to know these studies, too. You know, I just was listening to something yesterday on my walk. I took uh, Riv and and the dog on a walk, um, and I was listening to, like, these parenting podcasts. And um, it was arguing against time out. Time out is too Mm. restrictive, too punitive. I just worry that we're raising hoodlums who are not going to – you know what I mean? I just don't want these kids to not be – Discipline. I, I just think I it's hard know. to know. It's hard, isn't it hard to know what to do as a parent? What's so hard? What is okay? You don't want to psychologically scar your kid, but at the all at the same time, you have to you have to discipline them. You have to right. you have right. to do something. So what are you like? I don't, I don't know. know. What do you? What, no real what answer, is the answer? Every kid is different. Every parent is different. Right. I think you just have to find you. out what works for yeah. you, what works for your right. family, what works for that particular child. Yeah. But yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So on a lighter note. 
But um, we're going to do a little closing thing every week with this okay. podcast that um, we're going to call the win of the week. Right? Yeah. And on like a positive note. After spanking, we go to the right. win yeah. of the week. Right. The win of the week. Ellery, can you do it with him? Win of the week. Um, if you're having disciplinary problems with your children, just yeah. let's, let's turn let's focus on the positive. <laughs> why, why are we parents Silver again? Here. Why are we? Doing um, this? So I want to talk about something that was fun that happened um, with Bennett, our youngest, who's um, almost nine months old. Um, and so she, so I was trying to get this video of her. She was in her car seat. Um, she started kind of saying little, like not really words, but like you know sounds yeah baby talk and so she's happy chatty chatty and I got up my phone I started recording I'm like mama mama and she looked right at me smiled a big smile and said dada oh <laughs> Bennett no but it was the first time she said dada and I got it on camera so oh, I was excited about that but I was you. like you little stinker you know how we all feel like come on Did you we're the ones Gregory? who birthed you we went through all of this and, the and first then you say dada dada <laughs> Dada, mama, mama. Did you show Jeez. it to Greg? Of course I did. I can't okay. believe you got that on camera. That's I know, like kind I of know. amazing. It is. Like you, yeah. you never get that. We should like, post that. How so many times do you? See like, it? Yeah, we we will. Yeah, you, you know, you try to get them their first steps, and like you know, you never get it. Anyway, so but my, the win of the week. Well, that was cute. But the win of the week was later that week. She finally did, and I did not get this on camera, but she finally did look at me and say. Mama, very clearly. And now I think you're probably at the same stage with Liesl. It's so fun when you walk in the room and, you know, Mama, and they kind of recognize you. And they're like, yeah. So anyway, that was that. I think River's still saying dada. For you. When I walk into the room. I mean, basically, everybody, everybody in our house, even Annie is like just dada. He's the poor Katie. one in your house. Your dog loves you. All, loves you know, Katie, our, we love you. We love you, Katie. And our, and our kid, they're all girl, all women, and they just, they flock to him. You need to have Even your hats me. are, yeah. You need another, yeah. like, man in your oh, life. Oh, okay, we're working on it, Karen. Thanks. Are you? <laughs> That's oh, another podcast. Oh, my. Wow. All right, guys. Stay tuned for more news on that. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Right. Please leave us a review. Uh, we are new in this game, and we'd like to know what you think. That's yeah, right. I hope you enjoyed it. We're excited. Thinkle Moms, the, the podcast. podcast. Oh. Thanks for listening.